Hello, hello, hello. How is everybody tonight? I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to get through it. This is To Love, and this is my podcast, To Love. And this podcast is all about inspiring people, spreading love, much-needed love that we need these days. And just trying to show the ugly hate for what it really is. And, um... We'll be exploring that here. But today's episode, I will be talking about my beliefs. And a lot of my beliefs will be based off of what feels right to my soul. We all know what it feels like to know when our soul is telling us something is good and something is bad. And I've learned to listen to that. That voice, that soul, because every time I do, it always works out. So a lot of things that that I will be talking about is strictly based off of my belief and what feels right to my soul and what I've learned on this journey, um, this journey called life. Um, So we'll be talking about biblical versus universal. And... um, Before we get started, I want to share um, an affirmation with everybody. And here it goes. Infinite intelligence. Let your energy flow through me so I can be the light for myself and others. My experiences, my relationships with the spirit world. Just let this light flow through me. Okay? So... That feels good, right? You know, you take a deep breath and you breathe that in. You say, let that energy flow through me. Yes, just, you know, just let go. Breathe. It's going to be okay. Feel that. Feel that energy flowing, okay? So, some of the things I want to go over through um, experience or share with you guys. Um, and I want to show the correlation between um, biblical and universal um, laws, okay? Well, I guess biblical being the Ten Commandments and the universal laws, which they have many, 105. And I will be talking about um, all of them at some point. But tonight I'm going to just touch on 12. Okay, these are the 12 that a lot of people know, and I just want to just show the correlation between the two and um, and just share my experience with um, with all of it. Okay, so as we know, Ten Commandments, thou should not steal, thou should not lie, want another man's wife, thou should not have no other God above me, um, thou shalt thou shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Uh, thou shalt keep the Sabbath day, thou shalt honor thy mother and father, um, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, and, th- and thou shalt not bear witness against the neighbor, right? So, those are the Ten Commandments, to sum them up, okay? Um, and <clears throat> a lot, if you, if you think about it, the, some of the concepts that come from the Ten Commandments... Are in the universal laws. And actually it's like. The Ten Commandments are a watered down version. Of 
the universe, the laws to me. That doesn't mean that Ten Commandments, I'm disrespecting them or anything like that. I'm just saying that thou shalt not kill or steal. You know, you can put that under thou shalt not, um, uh, the law of, um, um, karma. Sorry, slipped the tongue. You know, universal law of karma. You know, what goes around comes around. So that's what I mean by this kind of like, you know, watered down. They kind of like split it up. Okay. And so the universal laws, the 12 universal laws is law of oneness. And with law of oneness, it talks about everything having matter being connected. And science actually proves this when science talks about everything being energy. You know, the molecules are moving at a fast speed or a slow speed and they create matter, right? Now, if everything is energy, that's matter, then everything has to be connected because energy is a flowing thing, you know? It's not something that can be cut off, you know? It changes, it's ever-presence in everything, you know? So the law of oneness actually makes sense when you think about it as, um, you know, a universal law or everything being connected, you know? And that's one of the things that I stand on um, when I'm dealing and I come, I have a conversation with somebody that, you know, a white person, and um, I'm always coming from an angle of love and an angle of oneness. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. God loves both of us. And we can do the same thing and we get connected. So universal law oneness, I feel like if most people really understood that, then we would have more respect for each other. We'll have more respect for the planet. <laughs> okay? The water, the animals. You know, I feel like so many people feel disconnected and they don't feel connected to anything big so they don't have a meaning but you know I want people to know that they are very much connected you know to something great they are part of something and they matter their one little key is very very important to this whole scheme <clears throat> one person you me we all have our place, our duty. Every energy, every molecule has a, a very important role in this. And um, another universal law is the law of vibration. You know, again, um, very universal, okay? It doesn't just say, okay, you, sh you know, don't, don't lust for another man's wife. It's like, have good vibrations, period. Have respect for one another. Have respect for self. Carry yourself in a high vibration. We all know energy attracts energy. That's why people walk around saying, I keep going through the same thing. I keep going through the same thing. Because you're the one giving out that energy. <clears throat> you know? You're that, that single vibrating tool. It's either fast or low. Okay? If, the, if you put a vibrator... That the battery's dying in the water, and these ripples are very, very shallow, okay? And then in the other hand, you have a vibrator 
and the battery's strong, so it's moving. You put it in the water, and the ripples are they're they're very uh, steady. They're fast. They're you know a little deeper. Okay, they're shorter in distance. So this means that this vibrator created the shallow ripples. And this vibrator over here created fast-moving ripples. The vibrator created those ripples. So, if you keep having these reoccurring events in your life, you are creating them. But, the Bible will sometimes tell us, Oh, you didn't tithe. You know, the devil... There's another evil spirit, you know. Whenever I was in church, um, I was always unhappy. I didn't feel complete. I didn't feel whole. I was always questioning. I always felt like this not there's something is missing from this story. I didn't know what it was. You know, I felt like something was missing from this whole. You know, and I went to church all the time. Even as an adult, I was 20, 25. I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm I'm, I'm single, so I'm going with my kids. If my kids are with me that weekend, if not, I'm going by myself. I'm going to, you know, um, crazy church on Wednesday. I'm going to church. And, you know, and I always loved going to church. You know, ever since I was, um, you know, a little girl, I always believed in God. Um <laughs> And this is just, you know, I want to share a little story just to show you, you know, how connected I've always felt. My grandmother loves to tell me this story. um, That when I came to live with her, before I came into her house, I got on my knees and I thank God. And I'm like two, three years old. And I thank God, you know, and I always felt the connection to something you know, and I felt conflicted as a person because I was experiencing all this lack of love in this family, but I feel connected to something bigger and more loving. So why am I feeling this disconnect? You know, and um, you know, it caused me to question, you know, God, my life, you know, I wanted to kill myself at one point. Um you know, just because of conflicting, you know, you know, parallel universes, although I feel like I'm connected to this great love, but here on earth, I just get so much hate, and, and I don't even know why, like, I was born into it, you know, and I often went to sleep crying about, you know, why did God put me in this situation, you know, why did he, why am I here for this, I never understood it. So I always searched, I always asked, and, um, you know, God would give me answers, and, you know, as I'm older now, I see some of the answers. You know, he was definitely teaching me unconditional love, which I am, you know, glad to say that I'm, I got a grasp on it, and, um, I'm just going around telling everybody I love them, they think I'm weird, <laughs> um, but no, honestly, I, I really do, um, one of the hurdles is just getting over hurt that, you know, people have done, you know, personally. But I got to realize, you know, through another universal law, that these things that I've gone through, one, I volunteered 
<laughs> to go through them. And two, it's just like being on a weight machine. And it's adding more weight and it's making me stronger. You know, so um, knowing all that, getting through stuff, you know, is a lot easier. So anyways, I had these conflicting feelings about being, you know, part of something great, you know, ever since I was a little girl. And like I said, growing up, being in the church, I'm always searching for something, you know, and I would just hear certain things that the pastor would preach and it never felt right to my soul. It felt like something was missing, something was being left out. Okay, so um, <clears throat> so I always searched and searched and asked and asked, and I and I put a vibration out there of always wanting to know more, you know. And through my journey, God has showed me the answer, but He had I had to go through the journey and everything before He revealed to me the answer. Because had He revealed to me the answer before I before I even went through the journey, I would never believed what He was showing me. And I'd have still been, you know, walking around here blind, not knowing that there is something bigger and I can search for more and I create and be the soul that I am destined to be, you know, so. Um, so I always questioned, um, at 17, I remember really questioning, you know, because what I was listening to in church just did not seem right. And, um, like I said, through these journeys and these podcasts, I'm going to share with you, um, different stories. And this is off the dome, people. Okay? I'm not writing. I do have a little bit of notes. I know what I'm talking about. But, um, this is off the dome. These stories, you know, they're going to seem all over the place. But I'm just going to let the spirit speak to me and let, and let the stories come out. I have so many stories. (laughs) Okay, so. The next is the universal law of correspondence. Now, I'm not too familiar with that. So, I'm going to search it right now. And I'm going to give you guys a clear definition of law of correspondence. Okay. Yeah, so, um, like I said, through these journeys... Um, I will show you how I feel like the universal laws is what was missing out of all my teachings. And come to find out, that was also one of the teachings that was missing out of the Bible when Jesus taught his disciples was the, the universal laws. And I, and, you know, I don't know how true that is. Um, I heard it from a scholar. Um, so, I feel it. I felt it. I do feel it. Okay. So, now I'm here to um, law of correspondence. Tell us that our outer world is nothing more than a reflection of our inner world. Okay. So, remember what I was telling you guys. The vibration of that vibrator in the water okay it was vibrating it's like the law of vibration okay so if you keep seeing the same scenario happening in your life that's because it's a a reflection of what's going on with you are you going through something in your life and 
Are you sad all the time? Let's think about what's going on inside of you. Okay, if you can never seem to get this job and you keep losing them, what are the the thoughts that you're thinking inside of yourself that's making you lose these jobs? What are the damages that you're telling yourself on a constant basis that's making you have a reflection or an outer world that you're not happy about? I've been there. And I see my outer world and I'm like, this is not me. And I did. I got a little sad. I did get a little sad, um, 2016, I was, I dated this guy, and, um, you know, the funny thing is, God always gives me what I ask for, and I don't even be asking for it on purpose, you know, and I was saying to myself before, and talking to a friend, I'm like, oh, I never experienced, you know, anybody crazy or somebody who hit me, well, guess what, I did. And I was dating this guy who was abusive, and I hit it, and, you know, I wasn't with him long. He only had, he had a couple of times to hit me. You know, he hit me, like, twice, and um, I hit back, too. But anyways, um, I lost my place because um, I had moved out of my place. My lease was up, so I moved in with him. The plan was to move into something smaller so that we can um we can save up money and so I helped him get this place. I found the place for us. And um his name was on the lease. Um my name didn't go on the lease, long story, but anyway, moved in a week in, two weeks in, you know, it's the first time he hit me and then, you know, we got into another fight. It was just horrible. I got out. So by that time I had lost my job due to racism. Yes racism i'll talk about it later but um um i lost my job and um i was working at my part-time job which i was a manager at wendy's and um so i was just you know barely making any money and my income went from like forty two hundred dollars a month to like down to like you know twelve hundred dollars a month you know, that's nothing, you know, especially taking out taxes by that time, you, you might end up with, you know, $900. So I was living out my car and I just got really, you know, sad. You know, I looked around, I wasn't doing hair. That's what I did. And I wasn't doing that. And, um, I didn't want to work for another company. So I told myself, I am not working for another super cousin hair cuttery. If I do hair, I'm going to be on my own. So, um, in the meantime, you know, I'm working at Wendy's. I'm not making a lot of money to get my own place. I'm living at my car because I was living at a family member's house, but I'd rather just have my own peace. So I live in my car and I did that for two years. Yep. Two years. Two winters. Mm. Back and forth to family's house, sometimes friend's house. Um, you know, taking a bath at Planet Fitness or, you know, the local gym. Um, I work two jobs, so, you know, I wouldn't spend a lot of time. But sometimes I would, you know, raining nights, hot nights, sleeping in there. You know, um, in the long two years. Sometimes I got rooms, but most of the time I didn't. And, um, you know, it just got dark. It got lonely. 
you know, um, I forgot what my purpose was, and I felt like God, um, I felt like, um, I was hitting that rock bottom. I didn't know why, you know, I just could not figure it out, and, um, it was, it was sad, you know, I gained like 40 pounds in two years, um, and so, I don't know, I'm not, whenever I'm down like that, I'm never down long, I always pick myself back up, you know, so, you know, I'm motivated myself, I, you know, I seen this guy who worked at the barbershop, and I asked him if he was, if I can come there and work, he seen some of my work, he said yes, so, I started working for myself again, and I quit Wendy's. I had got an injury. They weren't trying to pay. I quit Wendy's. I was like, I'm done. So I didn't have to worry about paying rent anywhere because I was already living on my car. Why not go ahead and be at the barbershop 24-7? And so that's what I did. I left Wendy's, and I went and worked at the barbershop. I was there every day. Most of the time, I was there by myself, getting every single walk-in, building up my clientele, building up my skill. And then when I was ready to go, I went somewhere else and built up my business. I built up my business to like $4,200 and within one of those years. You know, maybe that, that it was two years. So like the last six months of those two of those two years, no, it might have been, let me think, let me think. Um, I was probably, yeah, maybe the last year. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to go work there at 2017, no, 16, and I had left 2016, so, yeah, it was, um, mm, 10 months it took me, I guess. And so I was there every day. And um, eventually I started getting my spirits up again because I'm making money now. You know, um, I'm able to build up my clientele and work for myself. I'm happier now, you know. So my luck started to change when I started to change, you know, how I was feeling when I started to, you know, really call the shots of my life, you know. And that's how my soul always felt like I needed to, to, I, I would, whenever my soul was like, nah, this is not it, it would let me know, okay? It would let me know I have that connection with my soul, and that's how I know sometimes when I'm talking to you guys that what I'm saying is real, and it's okay to trust me, it's okay to follow my lead, I told you, I am to love, that's who I am. Okay, and that's what I'm here to do. All right, so the next law is law of attraction, of course. It's like vibrating and, you know, corresponding. You attract what you are. All right, and I'm going to go. I'm just going to go ahead and type this in and just read the, you know, what they say. And the new thought philosophy, the law of attraction is the belief that all right, positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experience into a person's life. Okay? Again, it's a lot broader. It's like you can fit the Ten Commandments in just one of those laws. You know what I'm saying? All of them, it seems like. 
All right. So then the next one is um, love inspired action. Let's see what that is. Okay. Law of inspired action. I feel like I'm doing that right now. I'm telling you, I've always wanted to inspire people. So my soul was just like, you need to do this podcast, like for real. Inspired action. Law of, oh, yes. Okay. Law of, of, law of attraction usually requires that you take some form of action. Law of attraction usually requires that you take some form of action to make your dreams a reality. The action you want to take is an inspired action. Inspired action comes from an internal nudge to do something. You have an internal desire to do something. That's what I'm doing, okay? I have an internal desire to just inspire people. To, you know, show people the light, you know. My name means to love, you know. And like I told you, I felt like mm, there was a greater... I felt like I just wanted to just spread so much love when I was little, you know. Have you pictured a little girl who has a white dress and she's in a flower, a meadow of, of flowers and... You know, she's dancing and she's just so happy. She just wants to spread that with everybody. And that's who I was. That's who I feel like I am. So it is an eternal desire to just inspire people. That's one of my heart's desires, to inspire the world. I want us to be happy and loving and caring for everyone, everyone. You know, I'm white, black, Chinese. I don't, I don't care. Indian. Man, I just want us to just love each other. Just love each other it's a great feeling, you know, and love yourself, you know, not depending on anybody else to love you. It's such a wonderful feeling, you know, um, and it just grows, you know, it's infectious, you know, when you love yourself and you love life, I'm a advocate for life, um, doesn't mean I don't understand the cycle of life, because I do, but I'm also an advocate, life is beautiful, and I just want everybody to see that, and to feel love and to feel happy, you know, and go after your dreams. It sounds so crazy, but I do have the desire for every soul that walks this earth. Um, okay, so back to the universal laws. So and then we have perpetual transmuting of energy. Well, I bet I know what that means. You know, when you, you ever felt like you were dealing with somebody and by the time you was done dealing with them, your energy was drained, you know? And like I told you, God will always <laughs> show you what you talk about, you know? And I remember oh, two while ago, years ago, saying, you know, I never experienced somebody draining my energy. I never experienced it before. Okay, well. I was talking to this guy, and I sure did experience, and he would drain my energy through a text message, okay? This man, he would text me, and I would just be like, oh, my God, I don't even want to read this text. I'll put the phone down. I, I have to get energy built up. You know, I'm an introvert already, you know, so I'm. it was just too much. You know, so I finally felt what it was like to feel that, you know, the, that's important. 
because if you don't recognize that somebody's draining your energy, they're going to continue to drain you until you're depleted. And sometimes when that happens, that's deadly because energy has to keep flowing. And when you are literally sucked out of energy, that can mean death. It can mean sickness. It can mean sorrow. It can mean a dark place. If we can just learn how to control our own emotions and not let anybody else control them. You know, that is like 99.9% of the battle in this world. Trust me. Control your emotions. Don't give your energy to anybody. Hold on to your energy. Cherish it. Cherish that. That's your life source. You are energy. Okay? So, again, these universal laws, when you understand them, they help you get through life. And I always believed, even before I knew about universal laws, I always believed that we are not here by ourselves. And God did not mean for us to not have any instruction, not be able to get through this. You know, I felt really lost, you know, um, before my awakening. And um, it's confusing, you know, it's so confusing. And it's like, hold on, I know there's some instructions around here. This cannot be just wing it. No, 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 no. There has to be something else. There has to be something else. And I search and I always ask questions. I always ask questions. And, you know, this pandemic to some people has been hard. And I understand it. And I also understand that the government lies so much. And I also understand that. They pump fear so much into people. People will trick themselves into thinking they have COVID. Their bodies will take on those symptoms and they will say they died of COVID. There are so many different ways. Okay. But the reason that I say that. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. The pandemic. The reason why I say that is because um, the pandemic to me has been a blessing. Okay, it's been a spiritual blessing. I was able to read things that I had put off, and I had a very, very huge spiritual awakening. And I just prayed that everybody else had that spiritual awakening. I know the earth did, I know earth got a chance to breathe. <clears throat> all the vibration all over the world from people walking around and just doing things was, you know, put on a standstill. So, although the COVID-19 was, you know, a horrible thing for many, many, many people. And even myself, my grandmother had COVID, you know. Um, it was also a blessing. And that's another thing that we're going to come to talk about, too, is another universal law. But anyways, back on track, okay. We're talking about the um, perpetual transmission of energy. So, um but like I was saying, before, you know, I even found these laws, like I said, I always knew that we needed, we weren't here alone and we had instructions. So, you know, if reading these, you feel like, okay, I can relate some of these to my life. These are the instructions that God left for us. He did not leave us here by ourselves. These are the instructions, okay? 
moving right along. Okay, so then we have law, universal law of cause and effect. Okay, and a lot of these laws sound kind of repetitive, like oneness, vibration, you know, you have correspondence and vibration and attraction. It's kind of like the same, but it's kind of not like, you know, so they're kind of going to sound like repetitive, but if you think about them, they do have to be what they are because every situation and scenario can change and there's a, a, a answer for everything. Okay. And we can call on these laws to work in our life. You know, that's why you got to use them there. We can call on these laws. Just like the law calls on us when we do something bad, they want to call on us for the bad laws. We can call on the good laws too. Okay? Alright, so the law of cause and effect states that every effect has a specific and predictable cause. Every cause or action has a specific or predictable effect. This means that everything that we currently have in our lives in effect is an effect. That is a result of a specific cause. Okay. So, see? There you go. Cause and effect. If I work hard towards losing weight, I'm going to lose weight. Because that's the cause. Is me working towards it. And the effect is the weight loss. If I'm constantly finding apartments that have roaches in them, well, maybe I should find apartments that don't have roaches in them. And tell myself that I don't have to be in a roach-infested apartment. Which I did. That's why I could speak on it. Okay? When somebody gives me something, anything less than I felt like I was worthy, I always knew and believed that I was better than what they were trying to give me. And I always got it. Every single time I refused somebody's, you know, devalue of me, I always got what I deserved cause and effect okay um like i said i'm gonna have a, a a story for everything that we talk about okay we're gonna go specifically into depth on a lot of these things but i'm just going through them right now um then we have universal love uh the compensation Um, maybe it's, um, P-R, S-A, I don't know. Okay, so, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, okay, here it is. Alright, compensation, compensation. Alright, why do I have, oh my god, I put it down wrong on my paper. <laughs> Alright, love, that's why I couldn't understand what the heck it was saying. Law of compensation, alright. Law of compensation is another reinstatement of law of sowing and reaping, okay? Like I said, a lot of these laws are repetitive. It says that you will always be compensated for your efforts and your contributions, whatever it is, however much or however little. 
you know, so what? think about what you add to the world. You know, and I tell my sons this, you know, if he wants me to give him back his phone and I ask him to write a paper on something, you're going to give me three sentences. I'm going to give you three minutes. All right. I said, work for what you want. Okay. You have to bring that same energy. And that's what we have to do in life. You know, we have to bring that same energy. Um. You know, I was telling myself the other day, I said, if I'm going to go ahead and cheat on my diet, then I'm going to go hard at that hour at the gym. I'm going to go my hardest. You know, we have to talk. We have to hold ourselves accountable. That's the only way to get out of the, any situation that we're in. The Bible sometimes lets us feel like we can put the blame on somebody else. And that's not true. Or the pastor can fix it. And that's not true. We have to fix ourselves. The universal laws are telling it right here. Jesus told it to his disciples. He knew that we needed these instructions. But the church left it out. Alright. So we're just going to move right along. And we're going to talk about law of uh, relativity. Relativity. All right, let's see what this says. All right, in 1905, Albert Einstein determined that the law of physics are the same for all non-accelerating observers and that the speed of light in a vacuum was independent of the motion of all. This is theory called special relativity. I don't think that's the same universal law, but that's good to know. Thank you. Albert Einstein, law of... Maybe I should put universal law. Yoon. Yes, that one. <laughs> okay. What helps me to not stop so and all right, universal law relevant. Relativity, sorry. This law tells us that everything in our physical world is made real by its relationship to something else. Use this law by finding all the good in others around you and all the good in your life. Okay, cool. I'm going to read it again. This law tells us that everything in our physical world is made real by its relationship to something else. Okay. That makes sense. Relative. is related to something else. A relationship between something else. Okay. That makes sense, right? Because um, where I live, I have a relationship with the landlord, I guess, right? So, <sighs> I can see that working too. All right, and the next universal law is um, polarity. Okay, so I know what this one is. This is another polarized one where, you know, you polarity. All right, the law of polar polarity. <laughs> now I can't see it. It's the principle that everything has two poles, good and evil, love and hate. Attraction and disconnect. Um, attraction and disconnection. Think of north and south poles on the globe. 
or the batteries with the negative and positive terminals. Everything in the universe has an opposite. Everything is dual. And this is something that I like to use to help motivate myself because I know that as good as I'm doing or as bad as I'm doing, I can be doing just as good, you know? So, like, if I'm negative 10, I could be positive 10. And I use this to motivate me and to and to help me keep in mind that there is always a better situation. And that's what keeps me going sometimes. All right. And the next universal law, law of rhythm. Okay. Law of rhythm. Let's go there. All right. Well, how are you guys doing today? Is everybody okay? I hope so. I had a good day today. I didn't want to get out the bed to tell you the truth, but I did have a blessed day at work. I'm not going to lie. All right. Law of Rhythm states that the energy in the universe is like a um, pendulum. Pendulum. Whenever something swings to the right, it must then swing to the left. Everything in existence is involved in a dance. Swing, flowing, swinging, back and forth. You know what's crazy? You know, when I was little, I had to rock myself to sleep. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I had to go back and forth. And I will just rock my hips until I fell asleep. Wow. Everything is in a dance. And it's crazy because when I cook dinner for my kids, I'm dancing. I'm always singing. I am always singing. I'm singing at work. I be over people's heads singing. I know they be like, I wish you shut up. But mm, I'm not going to stop singing. Okay, and then... The last universal law for tonight is, um, hold on. All right, what is that? See? Um, I see, I got a chicken scratch. I don't know what the heck this is. Uh, let's do karma. Everybody knows that, right? Everybody knows the universal law of karma. Um, basically, the spiritual law, the, the universal spiritual law of karma is that you give so that shall receive, or you reap what you sow. Bad deeds and thoughts return to you. Uh, as uh, do kind, thought, good, thoughtful deeds um, to exact extent that you live these qualities, you will receive an equivalent back into your life at some time. So, I mean, I think everybody believes in karma. So, if you believe in karma, you have to believe in the, the other hundred and something universal laws. Which means, how can these universal laws help me in my life? And we're going to explore 
a lot of these concepts in this podcast. Um, and like I said, um, this is just based off of what I feel, um, what my soul is telling me and, you know, my experiences and how it's changed and how I see the change. And not to mention, I always manifest things. And during this pandemic, I have learned how to focus my manifestations instead of just doing it out of desperation and I think we all of us do manifest things but we do it out of desperation we don't know how to do it and I want to teach you guys how to laser focus your manifestations uh, skills that you already have the best way that I learned and taught myself and I'll also be offering people that I've read that um, also help me and you know, just go through this journey with you guys and just pull people out the dark. I want to pull people out the dark. I want people to be happy. You know, um, we shouldn't be running around killing each other. Why? Why? Why do we have to kill each other? Say it with me. Kill. Kill each other? Why? That's harsh. That's harsh. It's harsh, it's not fair, and who the hell are you or we to be killing other people, taking their life, something that they earned? Who are we? Alright, I'm not going to be scolding y'all. I just, you know, this is on a whim and I get emotional, so I want to share that. But I also want to share tonight in my end notes, okay? For people who might be going through something... Um, a dark moment, a cloudy moment, a great moment. And um, especially the dark moments. But you want to you wanna find and be that light inside of you, you know. You, wanna, you want that light inside of you to shine. And, and how you know when it's shining is you feel warm inside. You feel happy. You know, you just smile for no reason. And you just sing for no reason. And your and your heart is warm. If you don't feel that warmth and you don't feel that happiness, let's talk about it. Let's get you there. Let's get you there, brother or sister. White, black, Asian, Mexican. Oh, I love my Mexicans. Indians. <laughs> uh, Trinidadians, Africans. Oh, I love my African people. I love all my people. I don't care where you're from. Um, people have stories, people have experiences, and I think we can accept people for their, diff- you know, their different realities, and, um, I think we can help people and understand people and help people get through dark moments, you know, that's what I'm here to do, so, um, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and listening to me talk. Um, by the way, this is the second time I try to do something like this. I tried to do a YouTube page where I was talking about my experiences and I wasn't consistent enough with it. I'm going to be consistent this time because, like I said, this is a universal law of inspired action. And, um, like I said, right before I went through my dark depression, I went through some, you know, I was doing my YouTube videos when I was talking about, you know, things that, you know, 
um, I was going through and just trying to inspire people and share my testimonies. I wanted to share my testimonies with people because I've been through a lot. And so I'm doing it again here on this podcast. Um, you know, total amateur. Um, I'll get better. My speech will get better. <laughs> um, I'm dyslexic, so I'll just be like, you know, mixing up stuff. Please forgive me. Please don't judge me. Just listen to the message. The message is positive. You know, if you want to put it in your little perfect little notebook, you go right ahead. But I'm going to be me. And uh, I'm going to stay true. I'm going to stay loving. And um, you'll get that message, okay? I love you guys. Thank you. I love my audience. Thank you for listening. And it's just going to get better from here. You guys have a wonderful night. And, um, yeah, be the light inside of you. One.